Hello and welcome to All Indians Matter. I am Ashraf Engineer. An estimated 40 million Indian girls miss five days of school every month because they can't afford menstrual hygiene products. That's two months every year, or 18 million months collectively. That's not all. An estimated 23 million girls drop out of school because of lack of menstrual hygiene management facilities, including availability of menstrual hygiene products and awareness about menstruation. All Indians matter. Another special episode, another special guest. Seema Khandare is a social activist in the menstrual awareness and hygiene space, combining this with a deep passion for the environment. She works with women across ages and demographics and is a founder of the NGO Ashay Social Group. Acknowledging that while sanitary napkins are important, she understood that they are essentially use and throw options that have a serious environmental impact. The plastic components within them take 500 to 1,000 years to decompose, and they are swamping our oceans. With this in mind, Sima has been working to popularize the use of the menstrual cup, an economical and environmentally safer option because it can be used for years. In addition, she is pushing reusable, safe cloth pads, teaching underprivileged women how to make them from the material they already have. For her work, she was honored with the Bai Manus Award at the Lokmat Social Entrepreneur Awards on International Women's Day in 2018. She was also given the Bahira Bai Award by the Gurunath Foundation for her work in the women's health space. Sima has also So been a TEDx speaker. Welcome, Seema. Yeah, hello everyone. Thank you, Ashraf, for this opportunity to join you over here. Uh, we should be thanking you, uh, Seema. We'll get straight to it. Uh, there are more than three hundred and fifty-five million menstruating women and girls in India, but millions of them face significant barriers to a comfortable and dignified experience with menstrual hygiene management. One study I found said that seventy-one percent of girls in India have no knowledge of menstruation before their first period. So, what have you found on, during your work on the ground when it comes to lack of awareness? Yeah, the first thing what I found is what the study says is I don't understand what the percentage comes upon. But when I uh, go for the awareness part and all, and when I ask the women's around us, not only over here in Mumbai or any city, but even in the rural area, many means near about ninety percent of the users are coming with the sanitary pads. So I am just having the question mark for me myself that what exactly the study is telling. But I just believe that first main thing which we have to understand is that the uh, schools or the young generation should be uh, aware of the anatomy of our body parts, and we should be aware of the uh, study about the menstruation. Why? how all these wh questions should be answered for them firstly right absolutely right in fact that is one of the reasons why period shaming is such a problem and according to you how can we tackle that uh it is just a thing that keeps spreading about the studies how these uh, youngsters or these school going boys and girls should be uh, coming openly with this uh, studies we can just uh, explain them with the videos or the uh, what we whatever the uh, reading pa- pattern we can just share with them uh, the main thing i feel is just to share by talking and explaining them the simple way it starts from the parenting teachers Right. and all our friends and all the young younger ones should be completely guided properly with the elder ones i feel do you think uh, we need uh, more inclusion of uh, such subjects in the school curriculum there are actually if you see now there are these subjects 
but they are just avoided so the mm-hmm. first thing i think i believe is all these things should be kept compulsory because what i feel is that topic the teacher is also uh, telling the boys and girls that okay you just read it and uh, it's the optional one just read it and know it on your own so the compulsion part should be there first right so what you're saying is that the educators themselves are uh, feeling a sense of awkwardness or shame to talk about it <laughs> is that right yes yeah that is because of the society from which we are coming up even if you uh, ask about my personal experience it is the same thing my parent told me to just uh, uh, be limited with this yes if you are in the menstruation part just have this and just keep quiet and just move ahead the same thing is passing on to the next generation nothing new in that right uh, uh, so sima you've been uh, working a lot on the ground right and so i mean nobody knows better than you that menstruation isn't just a health or a biological issue there are several aspects to it so what limitations do you encounter in your work what happens when you go out in the work uh, what is the kind of opposition that you face from people uh the chuppi what we say the uh, keeping quiet thing what we say they don't open up that thing is the big thing which i have to break so even if i go for the awareness the first thing i have to do is ask them to talk about it otherwise the group which is in front of me they'll be just uh, having a smile on their face the eyes towards the earth towards the legs and all and they'll be just sitting mum over there so i have to just check out how they can talk about their own menstruation cycles their experience so only that point i have to take care but uh, believe me people in our society the women in our society the girls in our society are just waiting for the uh, what we say just one thing they need to talk about this so if you just ask them can you share the first menstrual cycle of yours is anybody ready over there to share something about this and if one girl or one woman is standing and sharing her experience believe me nobody is stopping the others they are just ready to share it so it is just the thing that they should get a comfort environment to talk about this absolutely i think that we seeing again and again it's, it's it's just a question of somebody creating an environment in which they can speak out and the urge to have these conversations is there but sometimes it's just the societal pressure that uh, forces them not to so tell me sima uh, you know when you encounter such situations what are the different techniques that you use to get the conversation going because it's really important to talk about these issues isn't it yeah i just ask about what are the code words uh, what you say to your peers <laughs> so a uh, few of the girls will start uh, first they'll just laugh and they'll look at each other and then say uh, yeah it is that it's a happy birthday so i ask them <laughs> what do you say then when it is your real birthday then they say that yeah it's the monthly happy birthday i said wow even this is a good thing the funniest one which i came across was a payment done and i was like okay. what is this and they said yes because the other person in front of us even if he's a male or the other lady who i don't want to share about my periods that i am in a period she doesn't understand that when i tell my friend that i am in a period and my payment is done even if i say this code word my friend understands it but the other person doesn't understand and it is that thing i was like oh god 
कुछ भी निकाल सकते हैं कोड वर्ड्स के लिए बट टेल मी दिस व्हेन दिस दिस ऑकवर्डनेस दिस लैक ऑफ कन्वर्सेशन दिस प्रॉब्लम्स दैट यू आर टॉकिंग अबाउट दैट्स जस्ट अनदर मैनिफेस्टेशन ऑफ जेंडर इक्वालिटी इजंट इट इनइक्वालिटी आई शुड से इजंट इट या वी कैन से यस फॉर दैट लेट्स टॉक अ लिटिल बिट मोर अबाउट एजुकेटिंग यंग बॉयज एंड गर्ल्स दैट यू स्पोकन अ लिटिल बिट अबाउट Uh, what can be done in school but what role can parents play yeah parents should first tell up uh, tell the children what exactly uh, the puberty phase or what the teenage phase they'll be going in future or if they are going through that and the attraction part with the boy uh, the boy to the girl or the girl to the boy all these small small things which we are mentally or physically having the changes in our body and mind and all those things i think first parents should explain the boy or girl and teacher is always there but if the environment from our house or our elder sister brothers are creating with the uh, younger younger generation i think that becomes much helpful see now i have two sons my elder one is 24 my younger one is 17 but now i am working in this field it's okay but even before that uh, they were knowing what exactly the changes will be coming how the phases will be coming in them what care they have to take so this is the thing the parenting part is much more necessary i right. feel and this 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 is not an easy conversation to have with your children or with your parent isn't it so how can both uh, it's very easy uh, well, not in the indian societal context right these are generally the no. conversations uh, about that i don't no i don't mm-hmm. agree with this because if you have a tv in your house I think everybody becomes easy. Yeah, absolutely. The sanitary pad ad will be blinking after few minutes or uh, within some time span. Mm-hmm. Okay, the condom ads are there, so the youngsters are curious about what exactly this is. So rather than just switching off the channel or moving ahead or telling the boy to okay keep quiet, I'll tell you later. just right. tell her because we have so much of material we have google material we have books around us so it's the effort the parents should right. take so transparency honesty and being proactive really. right right uh, see let's just come back to the health part of it you can't have progress as a nation without a healthy population especially women so what are the outcomes of poor menstrual hygiene on women's health yeah you only said that yeah the first main backbone of the house the women is it so if the woman is healthy and she is satisfied and if she is comfortable i think the whole family the whole house becomes comfortable so in our society it is that she has to just keep quiet when she is in the period she has to do all her work what she is doing when she is not in her periods but when she is in the period she feels low somewhat unenergetic somewhat it feels it depends on every individual so i think uh, i personally believe that the care should come from the family members and that care gives a different energy to the women and if that energy is coming i think she will be building our uh, society indirectly in that way a healthy way what we say so it's just the care to be given a comfort level to be given to see towards that in a positive manner is much more necessary right so there's a psychological aspect to it as well right that is right. much more necessary to take care of but you know see when we talk about apathy towards periods or shaming 
period shaming, a lack of menstrual hygiene and all of that. Is is it something we see only in rural areas or is it as prominent in urban areas also? It's everywhere, I feel. Because you work in both, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm mostly uh, concentrating towards our uh, underprivileged one. But uh, when I get chance, I just come in contact with each and every society. So I I work everywhere. Right. What are some of the new and interesting projects that you've taken up? Uh, first is the awareness of the menstrual cup because many people in our society uh, doesn't know what exactly the menstrual cup is. But now because of the social media and all the newspapers and all, I think uh, many are coming across this word, but they don't know the a clear concept behind that and uh, second after the padman i think it become uh, very easy for us to talk about uh, all this topic so thank you to him also right. <laughs> <laughs> and the twist he has uh, just spread on that is ganda kapda na istemal karo is very very uh, clear made clear about the cloth but uh, we promote cloth pads also but in the simple way that uh, yes it is used when it is properly cleaned up so these two sustainable things which i promote uh, i just explain about them and i help uh, with the workshops uh, to make our own cloth pads right and we'll talk a lot more about that and as we go along i just had one very quick question for you there was a demand for a long time that tax on sanitary napkins be scrapped and uh, eventually it was and do you think that has helped to uh, some extent mm, even if i think when i checked about it i felt that even if it was uh, taken away the cost per price and the difference was not much more so i don't know that what exactly where it came and where it went so you think there's been not there's at least hasn't been much impact <laughs> on the ground yes Right. and i just uh, again I, i know i'm jumping back and forth uh, between the questions but uh, coming back to you mentioned padman and uh, you know the mass media has a huge role to play in awareness doesn't it and that includes cinema of course but also the mainstream media yes and uh, what about let me just ask you one final question before we end with part 1 uh, has the pandemic impacted the menstrual hygiene situation in the country at all has it made it worse if yes how uh if we say regarding to the sanitary napkins we can say yes but those who are with the reusable ones i don't feel that uh, it has managed or uh, imbalanced anywhere ha huh. so uh, because mm-hmm. see the pandemic just closed the doors with our basic needs which we were uh, like groceries and all the basic needs which we need so even sanitary napkin becomes one of the basic need so it was also closed somewhere so it created mm-hmm. that question mark so we can say yes that it created something abnormal thing uh, in the pandemic right and how how did uh, women deal with it there were many donors to provide all this necessary things That's i was coming around thousands of sanitary pads were donated right thousands i came across many donation campaign that where we i was just going through that yes here it was 6000 here it was 7000 and i was oh my god where are these going ex- exactly where these are going i was having a very big question mark because i was just worried about the trash which was going to be created with right. those nothing else was troubling me sima uh, you sent me an interesting calculation about sanitary napkins in a month a woman would use 12 to 15 making it 144 to 180 a year over 40 years that's about 6000 thrown away and collectively 
that's an estimated 113,000 tons annually. What are the implications of this on the environment? Simple thing, if I explain in the simple way, what I understood is that, see, uh, when you just throw away one dirty sanitary pad, it will be going in the domestic waste. And that is completely uh, handled with some of the community in our society, which doesn't have all the medical facilities. So that is one point. The second thing which we see is it is made up of plastic. One sanitary napkin is equal to four uh, one-time use and throw uh, plastic carry bags. So just uh, imagine the equation of that. And when you throw away one dirty sanitary napkin, you're not just going to throw it away. You again take a newspaper, you again carry one, uh, what we say, a polythene, you tie it up and you throw it up. So that thing is just coming on the earth. So just imagine. And we also uh, know that after 500 years or 800 years or thousands of years, the plastic is not going to decompose in this few years also but we don't know that uh, plastic was discovered only in 1862 and after that these things were made so just imagine what we are telling that after 500 or 1000 or so so many years so if uh, we believe in that thing the first sanitary napkin which we have used if we just go and search for it we will find it lying somewhere on the earth so imagine the trash and just believe me that whatever the plastic sanitary napkin are used till today are just lying on the earth and we only have one mother earth for us to provide all our basic needs so just imagine what are we going to get in future at least now we have a place to stand over but what our next generation is going to go through all these things it's our responsibility to take care about them so i think these are few few uh, in general impact on the environment with these sanitary napkins or these one time use and throw options but i think a lot of them are also finding their way into our oceans isn't it yeah that is the last thing which it goes over there and it gives us back also. Absolutely. They again wash up on the shores. That's what you're referring to. Right. Right. Yes. Uh, see, data on menstrual waste management from the Ministry of Drinking Water and Sanitation says that 28% of pads are thrown out with routine waste. 28% are thrown in the open. 33% are buried and a large number are burnt in the open. What is the impact of this mode of disposal on public health? The burning part gives you the toxic fumes, which are again a very big issue for our health, right? So in the burning process, it has to be done in a proper manner. I think 800 plus the temperature should be there. If it is about that only, then only it will be having the proper conversation of those used dirty sanitary napkins. But I don't think that the small incinerators and all which are carried over there, I don't feel that that much of the complete process is taken away. So uh, I feel that the drawbacks which are coming because of the toxic fumes or the residue remaining, I think that will be the next part's question, I think, will be coming out in future years. Like, What do you think, what do you think will be, uh, we'll see when we research that? We have to be ready with the answers from now only. What about, so one is the public health aspect of it, but there are people that we seldom notice, our sanitation workers. Mm. But they are the ones clearing our uh, our trash, our garbage. What is the impact on them of this kind of dumping? 
या द हेल्थ इशू दे हैव टू फेस सी आई जस्ट बिलीव रीचिंग टिल देम रादर देन इफ वी थिंक ऑफ आर ओन वेन वी जस्ट रिमूव आर डर्टी सैनिटरी नैपकिन वी आर जस्ट केयर टू होल्ड इट प्रॉपरली so what do you think as a people that your trash which is just thrown away in that area how how do you think that that community should clear it so first question i ask for myself rather than thinking of so long so it becomes our responsibility firstly to handle our care properly first or because see now one red dot campaign is also there mm-hmm. which uh, explains us how the sanitary waste we should be taking aside we have to wrap it in a bag a paper bag and we have to make a red dot on it so the workers uh-huh. just take this in a other container so they have to take care about it separately so that is one good thing but i don't feel that each and every person in our society is carrying this thing in fact awareness about that might also be quite low yeah and people just feel कहाँ वो रेड डॉट के लिए पेन ढूंढेंगे इतना सिंपल सा बात है बट दे दे डोंट डोंट स्ट्रगल ओनली टू रीच टिल दैट सो देन देन नेशनल पॉलिसी ऑन सैनिटरी वेस्ट इफ यस व्हाट डज इट इंक्लूड एंड इफ नॉट व्हाट शुड सच अ पॉलिसी हैव दैट इज रियली अ बिग क्वेश्चन फॉर मी आशरफ बट आई एम रियली नॉट अवेयर अबाउट इट सीरियसली because mm-hmm. i work with the basic things which we should right. avoid but if you were put in charge of that policy what would you include <laughs> first thing i'll just tell to go with the reusable options right. and just stop the mm-hmm. trash which is created so we don't have to struggle for all those rather further stories about right. that so let's let us come to the alternatives then what are the alternatives before women and what are their benefits yeah the first one which i uh, came across because even i was going through such a phase because in mumbai when i came i i was not having the space to uh, dry out my clothes and all so i just came across one article and uh, it was telling me a story of a cup and i searched for it for two months on google only i was having the option but uh, i was not having any person who was directly connected to the use of it so i had to struggle behind that and i when i got it after two months and when i used it and just you don't believe that what comfortable period i was having and that thing uh, was that i was not going to keep quiet and my cup the menstrual cup which i am talking about didn't allow me to keep quiet so it was that thing the comfort behind the cup and it's a silicon cup which is made uh, which is medically graded material cup uh, silicon is said to be a inert material because, which is non toxic and non allergic one which can be kept inside our body so menstrual cup is worn inside our body our vagina so it has that much of space and the cup is made in such a uh, thing that it is in that uh, structure what we say and it is worn inside the vagina to collect the fluid menstrual fluid at the time of our periods in those 4 to 5 days so we have to just uh, take it out after some time span clean it and again wear it and one cup you can use for years that is 5 to 10 years so it is just imagine when you are using one thing which is where no trash is created the second thing silicon becomes the hygienically safe option 
and the third which comes behind you that is the economical part you are saving your money indirectly so many questions which you asked me i think every question will be having a full stop after that right is that what started off your journey as a social activist in the menstrual hygiene space no actually first thing which i came with was the uh, say no to plastic carry bags right and uh, say yes to cloth bags so i just started asking the old use sarees and uh, from them we started making cloth bags so from one saree we made 10 cloth bags and uh, the dupattas and blouse pieces which are just given away from this hand to the other so even i started asking for those and uh, from them we started and i just felt that uh, after 40s everybody should be giving back to the society actually this is my concept of uh, life so i started thinking that in this way at least i can just give away something to the society so whatever the bags are made from this uh, used sarees so with the concept of reuse recycle and reduced concept so i just started to distribute those bags so every day i used to just go uh, to the market area or the nearby place to my house and whoever is asking for the plastic carry bag i used to just hand it over to them so it was just a giving and when you gift something without asking if you get something it becomes a gift and gift is always valuable so when you just think about when one cloth bag you are using in a week if you think about five that you are saying no to that plastic bag in a month it will go near about 20 to 25 in a year it will multiple near about 250 to 300 so it is just a small step to reduce the plastic carry bags also right. so when i was working on this i came across this article about a story of a cup and the next step which came in my life was this thing the cup so the awareness about the cup because i was having a good experience Uh, with the cup uh, periods and all so we are just here that our friends are just there whatever the sharing is there so i started troubling my friend with my friends with my experience about the comfort and all the cup and all and in this way uh, all started believing me the comfort they were feeling they started sharing it with them uh, the other connected people of theirs so in this way it started building up and uh, when some uh, people knew that i was explaining about this so they started inviting me uh, for the groups and all to share this experience and in this way uh, i think but yes first initially i had to struggle to ask people to just give me a space uh, to just uh, tell about this thing but i had to answer lots of question behind it why i am coming with this question yeah. what am i going to talk and all this wh question were troubling them so all these things but uh, now the uh, situation is completely reversed now they invite me to talk about this right. so this is just a journey and uh, with the cloth pad menstrual cup and the second option is the cloth pad so cloth pad is just a option who are just cared to wear the menstrual cup inside a body 
and the uh, newcomers that the girls who are just coming in their minaj so for them it is just the safe option rather than going to the sanitary pads so cloth pads which are just designed properly in the shape of sanitary pad with a touch button so all the chemicals which are there in the sanitary pads are not going to hurt this young generation because cloth uh, if you think of the basic thing we daily wash our clothes we dry them properly and we reuse the same concept is with the cloth pad cleaning is also the same thing only the thing is clean it in the cold water because the blood stains are completely removed without any stains with the cold water dry it out properly and in india we have lots of sunlight everywhere so it's not a big issue clean it dry it properly and reuse it so it's just a simple thing to explain the people In fact, uh, there has been some skepticism over cloth pads, hasn't it? So, could you tell us a little bit more about them? How are they made exactly? Oh. Uh, it's just a simple cloth, but uh, we prefer cotton cloth, not the synthetics one. So, uh, because cotton has the uh, thing to suck whatever the liquid is dropped on that. So the menstrual fluid is properly collected in it. But uh, the cloth pad which we make is having one. pul layer which is used for the preventive thing and it is inside the cloth pad stitched inside so it helps to prevent the stains and all and uh, only the thing is cloth which is completely cotton is preferable over there and the structure and the shape completely diff- uh, it's all upon you which you wish to have and the thing is take care of washing only that thing is much more necessary because uh, the bacteria which are inside the menstrual flu- uh, fluid and which are coming from the air on the cloth pad when the cloth pad is with the blood stains only that thing we have to take care properly clean it out properly and reuse it after completely it's dried up and uh, could you tell us a little bit about the pul layer exactly what that is it is the eco friendly layer actually uh, when we know the resin of the sofa or some what simple way i'll explain and the turkish towels uh, roughness those both uh, cloth are compressed it is made so it is going to be decomposed after few it takes time but after few time span it will be decomposing so it is a reuse uh, eco friendly one and it is good as a reusable option so the preventive layer is made up of pul pul pull all right and are they a genuinely safe option yeah as compared to plastic what we have now is the safe option so seema my last question to you now is more than 87% of these this shows listeners are between 18 to 30 years of age how can they bring about a change what is your message to them a simple one just try to avoid the one time use and throw options even with the friends we don't want our friends to be just for the day or two so it's just a simple equation for me with the sustainable things that yes even we search for this type of relation with the friendship why don't we have good sustainable options which is with the periods it's our health issue we have to take care of our body so it's a simple thing to go with sustainable lambi race ka ghoda chunte right right yes <laughs> all right seema so that's a good message to end on sustainability safety hygiene 
these are the things to concentrate on seema thanks so much for being part of the show thank you for tackling our conversation that's never easy to have as well as for your knowledge and wisdom on an issue that's critical to national health outcomes as well as the environment thank you ashraf for this thank you and thank you all for listening please visit www.allindiansmatter.in that's a w l i n d i a n s m a w t e r . i n for more columns videos and audio podcasts you can follow me on twitter at ashraf engineer that's a s h r a f e n g i n w e r and all indians count that's a w l i n d i a n s c o u n t search for the all indians matter page on facebook on instagram the handle is all indians matter catch you again soon Studios.